Attention audience, guess what, it's that time of the week, that's right, we are back with another Friday Films, and this week we've got a good one, well, I still think it was a good one, but uh, Eric, do you want to you wanna jump into this one, because I know we have slightly different opinions on this movie. Ladies and gentlemen, for this week, no, it's not that bad. It's not, no. <laughs> it's not side depressing bad. But no, uh, this week we watched Project Power. Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, as we mentioned last week. Jordan and I both have a slight love affair with Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. and Jamie Foxx, for that matter. Both phenomenal actors. Well, uh, Released very recently on August 14th, 2020. Runtime of one hour, 53 minutes. Um, starring, as said, of course, Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Dominique Fishback, Rodrigo, Rodrigo Santoro, um, as well as a few other, few other people thrown in there as well. Some of them I recognize, some of them I, I, I don't, but, mm -hmm. um, those are the big ones that you need to know. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I was happy to know that I didn't have to go back through the movie, movie once I saw Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the credits to figure out where he was at in this movie yeah. <laughs> versus last week. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I mean, there was a few other actors. I mean, I didn't really keep track of the whole list other than those main ones. I know uh, there was a lot of talk about Machine Gun Kelly being in this movie, um, mainly because of the CGI effects they did with his scene, which we'll get into a little later. Um, yeah, which... Um, I, I, a lot of the other names don't ring um, a lot of bells, though. I know who he is. Like, or, hold on, let me clarify. I recognize the name yeah. Machine Gun Kelly, but until I went to IMDb after watching this and saw that he played, you know, you know, this is not a spoiler, but he played the drug dealer or a drug dealer. Um, I don't know who Machine. Ke I realized I don't know who Machine Gun Kelly is. I, yeah. I, I I did not know he was a rapper. I did not know anything about him other than I recognized the name. Did not know it was him in the movie until after I looked up on IMDb, and I was like, "Oh, that's who that guy was." Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. I, but, but in my defense, I have been out of the music genre yeah. for since high school, basically. If, it's, yeah. if it came out since high school, I might know what it, might know the song. I might have heard the song, but I couldn't tell you who sings it. Yeah, I have to say, music lately for me has been a whole other world. I've either gone back to stuff I used to listen to in high school, or I just find random stations of different types of genres and played, and I have no clue what I'm listening to half the time. But it's new yeah. stuff. Um, <laughs> anyway, I so only for knew all of he you was Machine Gun Kelly fans out there. I yeah. apologize in advance. <laughs> I, I am too. I'm going to say that too because again, I, I, similar. I mean, I've heard the name and all, but I only knew he was in this movie prior to watching it because I, I saw some YouTube feeds pop up where they talked about the CGI work and all about how they, you know, they did his character and all for that scene. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, yeah, as far as the cast, there, there wasn't a lot of big names, but there was a good couple, but still, I yeah. think the power of the cast uh, working well with each other um, was strong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> funny. Huh? So, so what are your um so let's 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 go ahead and knock this portion out so I can start butchering this movie. Um, <laughs> oh, you didn't finish the um uh, the the rest of the intro stuff. The uh, was there any more no, on the No, that was it. production and all that stuff? No, that was that was it. Oh, um, okay. I don't have a um 
I don't have like a uh, I know there's not a, a lot of budget. Notes. I don't have a budget or anything like that. Not a lot of not too much information on this movie with it being um, fairly new, so yeah. so recent at the time of recording at least. But um, yeah. So spoiler free impressions, good sir. What did you uh, What did you think of it? Um, like I said prior to recording this, um, I liked it. I thought it was a decent movie. Um. I'm not going to say it was like the best out there. I'm not going to say it was the worst out there. I thought it was a good movie. It definitely had potential for being more. Um, but I also think that they could have made it worse too. So I, I thought it was, you know, right there in the middle, a good movie. It was enjoyable to watch at least once. Um, I don't know if necessarily if it was strong enough to rewatch again. I think it just depends on perspective of the movie. Um, but I, but I liked it. Uh, me and my other half watched it and she seemed to like it too, which is good. So, um, all in all, I think it was good. I, I liked the types of powers. I think they could have done a little bit more, but I, I think that they did a, a good job with putting them throughout the movie. Not too strong, but not too weak, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the characters. Like I, I think there was good acting, and I think there was good story potential, but I don't think they made it as good as it could have been. <clears throat> Agreed. Um to me, the best part about this was the acting. And it's a shame that such good performances from Joseph Gordon-Levitt's, um, J- Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Jamie Foxx and Dominique Fishback mm-hmm. were wasted on a story that never seemed to take off or seemed very, like, the potential for the the potential for this story is out there and it was just never, they just never went anywhere with it. They just, it just, it felt like they were afraid to do anything. So they went with a cookie cutter base version of what this could have been. Yeah. I can Um, see that. I mean, cause which really disappointed me because like, and I think this will be a good translation transition into, um, Spoiler territory. I'm not going to spoil. I'm not going to spoil anything just yet. But to me, this movie was exactly what if you if you've seen the trailer, you've seen this movie. Yeah. Yeah. This I, movie I'll is the trailer. Like it, it's just a longer version of the trailer. Because you know, well, my biggest thing is when you talk about the story, it had I I think it had a decent story, but the way they executed it, the story was kind of hitting in background facts. In my opinion, like when you watch the movie, when you find out what the story really is, you find it out by, you know, big action scene. Okay, then you have a little bit of flashbacks and then you have another big action scene or a, a story arc on a specific character. And then you have um, a conversation where something is said that reveals more of the main story. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the main story was kind of hitting in bits and pieces of this overall movie. And it's like you you can piece it together and figure it out, but I think they could have executed it in a better way. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's dig into spoilers, man. Cause I, I got a couple things I want to say, uh, which, which are things I like about this movie. Okay. Um, but now's, we, we now's ready to go time. into spoiler territory. You have five seconds for those listeners who don't want to listen to spoilers and your time's up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So first things first, before I dig into it, cause I think we can all tell this is a movie that I'm going to, I'm, uh, I've got I've got issues with mm-hmm. um, the things I really liked 
I really liked you don't see too many movies that take place in Louisiana or much less New Orleans. And mm-hmm. I think the setting for this the setting for this movie and this story, which is a story about um, corporate exploitation, about um, using the underprivileged as lab rats for the rest of society, that's an undertone that's in this film. Yeah. That's a very good undertone that's not... And I saw that, but it's not used in a way that makes any significant impact into the overall story. But I liked seeing those elements. I loved yeah. seeing New Orleans. I loved the small references they threw in with Joseph Gordon-Levitt talking about, you know, the last time we trusted our city to guys in suits, you know, referencing Katrina, you mm-hmm. know, the, the epic failure that occurred with that. I like seeing things like that. I really liked Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character of uh of frank you know i like the the voice that he did it was just southern enough but still gruff mm-hmm. um still relatable you know he 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 really came off as that good that that rogue cop who's out for the right re- out there for the right reasons and really loves the people that he's protecting um that really hit home for me in in, in a good way and uh same with jamie fox but jamie fox is always magical um you really felt for him as that that father who is just trying to rescue his daughter you know he's 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 on mm-hmm. his own revenge quest for things that 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 this company did to um his family however that's lost to me because you never really know the, the the movie is and this is what I go this is what I'm talking about that they never go they ne- they never have the balls to jump off the ledge yeah. they'll bring you right to the edge and be like oh maybe we're going too far let's pull it back a little bit so they stay in this this story safe zone which doesn't ma- doesn't doesn't lead to good storytelling and 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 good writing it's like this story had so much potential of being a super, super deep um, character piece in a wrapped in like a, a superhero esque detective shell. And it didn't do any of it. You know, it, it just moved from action set piece to action set piece, which were phenomenal. Mind yes. you. Yeah. The I, action I sequences. Them in this in this in this movie were awesome the design was great i mean everything's kind of like neon looking when you're dealing with the powers and whatnot and it's super super cool and i like the premise of everyone having their own power no matter no matter how many times you take the same drug your power is your power yeah you know so there's that undertone of everyone has this thing that they're good at the um you know, Robin being being good at rapping, you know, that's her power. Even the yeah. songs, my word is my power, yeah. you know. So it's, there's all these, there's all these, there's so many undertones yeah. of of personal growth and development and, and being your own person and using what your inner strength is to you and everyone's inner strength being different and not letting things exploit your your, your abilities. All of that stuff's there. It's just so bare minimum surface level that they didn't go anywhere with and it just ended up being a a par action movie with super cool sequences and great acting that's wasted on a story that just doesn't quite 
hit the mark. Yeah. You know. So that's my that's that's my my rampage on the story. Um the story beats of it at least, which which are which are disappointing, but I I'll, mean, I'll leave it to you, sir. Well, I mean, I I definitely understand what you're talking about because towards like in the beginning I thought they had a great potential because I even wrote it in my notes. I really liked when you first start off the jump between the three main characters. Um, you know, Levitt, who played as Frank, um, Fox, who played as Art, um, uh, Fishback, who played as Robin. And it kind of jumped between these three different stories and how they were dealing with this uh, superhuman uh, drug that has just miraculously appeared and no one can really get to the bottom of what's going on. Um, and I liked the, how the story arcs were kind of twisting and as you, as the story developed, but then you get to that pivotal point where, like I said, you start finding out that the bits and pieces of the story, which could have been a really, really good story. And I, I think it was a good story. just wasn't executed properly. Um, you find out through these little flashbacks and all. So it's like you, you have the potential to really get into it and it's kind of lost on little things here and there. Like when you find out um, that, uh, and again, I know we're in spoiler territory, so it doesn't really matter, but Fox's character was one of the originals. He was this uh, ranger, if I'm not mistaken, who was mm -hmm. tested on uh, when, as he was like one of the original lab rats. And um, I guess he still had the drug and stuff in his system when um he had his daughter and then the powers kind of transferred over to her and so she is now the key to how they make this drug and all that that was a really cool story arc but you find that out through bits and pieces of flashbacks of foxes um and his daughter in the car accident when they were running or little scenes here and there um which i think were they were good scenes they just didn't do the story justice overall because um, I, I liked the scenes. I liked the, the idea of it. But it almost just felt like they were trying to do one way. And then, like you said, to keep it safe, they switched and changed it up halfway through the story. Yeah, because the, the, the bad guy in this, the great, you know, the great evil corporation, or or so I think, you know, because like through these flashbacks, you see that he was an army ranger that was recruited for this program, basically making super soldiers. But you never get that. Like, it, it truly feels like this is just this is a pharmaceutical company and it's, and yeah, it's, you don't really find out anything about them, but it's so generic. You know, nothing about this corporation, mm -hmm. nothing. Even the bad guys are just so vague. Like you're, you're expecting, you know, he's tracking these people down through these photos and, you know, sh you know, lead me where this person is, blah, 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 blah. And by the end of the movie, they're just, you're, they're just so generic. You have yeah. no attachment to these villains whatsoever. They have... might as well be their own henchmen. Like Pretty there's much. no, there's no relationship. Even the final fight, um, while visually super appealing, I just found myself not caring because yeah. the whole movie there's there's no relationship between Jamie Foxx and and the and the bad guy, the the lady. Um, no, it's like hinted on, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I but don't there's there's it. no relationship, so I don't care what happens. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I, I find mean, myself not caring. Had there you been know, more, what happens by the end of the movie? Yeah, and had there been more revealed about Fox's um, character going through all of this, it might have, you know, made it a little bit more impressive. But 
it, you're right. It, there, at first, I thought that they were going against like super government officials, FBI, CIA, because there's these guys in black suits that just some, you know, yeah, appear. that seem to have pull over the cops. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, which and is then, a side plot that it's that so you don't know if it's government or just yeah. And then by the end, you're like, okay, there's they're no one. I mean, they got all this fancy equipment stuff, but who are they? I mean, are they are they a pharmaceutical company? Are they just you know their own company? Are they just a bunch of you know? henchmen that grouped up together on the weekends to you know dr- play dress up and sell drugs like i don't know i know nothing about them and um, rodrigo santoro's character um biggie was the best part of these bad guys i thought yeah. he was a very charismatic bad guy but he's gone halfway through the movie and he really didn't have any part to the whole thing he was no. just there trying to a, push the drugs and do a display like you, you think from the very beginning of the movie I'm like, you know, from the opening scene, I'm like, all right, well, this is just like that opening scene dropping off the drugs and all the dealers being there. Mm-hmm. It was like a panel out of a Spider-Man comic. That's, that's know, when, exactly what I thought of, when, yeah. When King Kingpin, Kingpin's at the docks, you know, telling his men what to do. Um, and I was like, well, this is kind of generic comic book stuff. But I was like, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. I like this character. This is kind of neat. You know, this is this is nifty. Um, and then he seems to be the the head of it this whole time. And the way it's presented is he's the head of this organization, but all of these pictures that Jamie Foxx has are of this woman and the bearded guy, which seem like just suits, just just the people yeah. that would show up to control the cops. Yeah, like is they, what they seem like. It just seemed like you know because he was the one that took his daughter. That's the only care, guy he cares about. Because yeah, he knows so, that's a connection to his daughter. Yeah, but the movie's playing like Rodrigo mm-hmm. Santoro's character is, is the, the bad guy, is the big bad. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end of it, and he's just he's just he's a middleman. Yeah. Where the scene five minutes before he dies, Jamie Foxx takes out yet another middleman and says, "I don't. I'm tired of you know. I don't want to talk to a middleman. I want to talk to the boss." And that guy gives up Rodrigo's location. Yeah. And then you go to see Rodrigo and lo and behold, he's just another middleman. Yeah. And that's, that's so, where I was kind of getting at with the, the story arc. It seems like if when you're watching the movie, the first half has great potential. Like the way they introduced Frank. Uh, well, first you start off with, with Dominic um, Robin's character, or, or Robin. Mm-hmm. You start off with her. And it's a good intro. Like, I, I like how she's doing the little rap while the music's playing. Like, you have a great intro to her. And then she's going to do this drug deal. It's starting to go bad. And then the cop shows up to arrest the drug dealer. Lo and behold, here is Frank Levitt's character. And yeah. But he's not the bad guy. He's actually, he's the... He's the road cop. He's the road he's cop. A he's, guy, a he's a good cop doing that the bad, bad things. Thing for good reasons. Exactly. Yeah. And he's there, you know, helping her, getting his drugs because he wants to even the playing field. He knows he's going against other people out there with superpowers that are tearing through his precinct and he needs to even the playing field. And you see that a little bit later on, but like great introduction to his character. And then you have, you know, Fox's character who is uh, going after Newt um, and you have a great introduction to him. And it's, it's kind of played off like Fox is the bad guy. At first, until you start realizing that he's kind of like stuck in the middle of this. He just wants to get his daughter and get out. He doesn't want any part of everything. He just wants to stop the drugs, grab his daughter, and get out of there. Yeah. Um. So, like, they have these really great twisting story arcs in the very beginning when you first introduce the characters. And then, like you said, about halfway through, when it gets really, really good, they all team up together. They're helping each other out. 
it's like it just does a complete 180, goes in the wrong direction, and then you have this end sequence. It's like, okay, what was the whole point of this? Yeah. The only yeah, thing it's... I like is the fact that they ended the movie in a way that they could just movie's done over with, or if they really wanted to do a sequel, they could spin off a sequel. See, the problem is though, I don't want to see like I don't want to see a sequel. I don't want to see this I... world expanded anymore. You know, it wasn't because I know it would be more it would be more of the same rather than True, more yeah. of what it could could have been. If it you know. if it would be if the sequel would be more of what it could have been, I would definitely watch it. And I think they have the potential to do that because they at least laid enough groundwork in the first movie that they could potentially make it a better sequel. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. It's going to be you know obviously rare, um, especially with the way they left the characters. That you know Fox is pretty much out. He got his daughter. That part. I mean that main part of that story is done. I mean, obviously, there's there could be more corporate, uh, you know, a bigger organization that we don't know about. I mean, obviously, and they can do really do anything they want. They can even have it tested in other cities and do a complete spinoff like they normally do, and have a Project Power two, but with a completely different cast and a whole other location, and not be anywhere comparable to this movie. We never know, but they yeah. ended the movie in a way that you could be content with it never happening again, or you might give the second the sequel a second chance yeah they um, left it where it could be it could be closed out or they could reopen it if need be yeah. i personally don't hope they don't um no I, I as much as i love love the characters and the acting in certain parts of this i have zero interest in seeing a sequel to this um yeah at so all. i'm gonna say with with all that being said let's actually get into some of the good parts of the movie because obviously yes. the the story was the hardest part of the movie but that being said it was still a good enough movie to watch one way through i definitely enjoyed watching it uh i definitely think it could be better but there were some really really good scenes and there were some really interesting powers that were put into this uh Mm -hmm. that i've i want to hit on um where do you want to start you just want to start at the beginning work your way through them because i mean there wasn't Um, a lot of special powers we we already talked about the machine gun kelly scene let's jump straight to that one all right yeah so i mean that's one of the first ones you see and essentially um Machine Gun Kelly is like like the Human Torch. I mean, he just like catches on fire, and you know I didn't realize that at first when he, when you first see him and his face is all messed up. I didn't even think about that until you realize that's his power and he catches it's, on fire it's, and it's yeah. like oh well when it wears off if he's still on fire that starts burning him because his superpower is gone. So it's like it makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the CGI and all I thought was really good in these these uh, fight scenes. Um, I mean I'd, I'd have to go back and like look look closely, but. First, Dude, first time the, through, the, I mean, it looked really good. It did. And also the not CGI, the practical effect, which I've seen so many cop shows and cop genres and, 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 and all sorts of cop stuff. Never in my life have I seen somebody use a piece of string to undo the oh, chain, yeah. the door <laughs> chain. <laughs> yeah, we were... The we CGI the was scene. great, but that was the best part. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that was actually really funny because we, uh, me and my other half, we both made a comment. I'm like, really? So that's how you do that. <laughs> it's oh. good to know. <laughs> it's kind of fun to fun fun little piece of information there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, the, the the scene was great, and I thought it was well done. And there were moments that it was what I, I call I call it the mummy moment, mm-hmm. where you know the he's running towards you on fire and he's, you know, mouth wide open. And there's just a whole, like, it seems like the mouse getting bigger and bigger, like the yeah. whole mummy effect. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I call it the mummy moment where he, he resembles much more of a mummy or a skeleton than he does a human anymore. Yeah. Um, 
which was which I thought was well done. I like the the chase throughout the building. I, I cracked a, you know cracked a smile when the old Cajun you know Cajun mom was beating Jamie Fox out of her kitchen. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then throws water on I, him. Yeah, because my my family being from Louisiana, like I know people like that. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> That's I awesome. know that mom. You know, um, so it's uh, it's 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 that that gave me a chuckle. The chase throughout was cool. The throwing of the water that you mentioned, the you know, using the jacket, the essentially the waterboarding him um, uh, into into confession was kind of neat. I also liked um, because the CGI was good, but they also did a, a good fine line of you know how sometimes you can do too much CGI and not practical effects, and sometimes you can do too much practical effects, not enough CGI. Mm-hmm. Like there's, they had a nice mix, especially when they were kind of fist to fist fighting, and like you know Jamie Lee Fox, um, he had his jacket all burnt up, and it, did like you say Jamie Lee Fox? Well, yeah, I did. I don't know what I was doing there. I am so <laughs> not sorry. Jamie Lee Curtis. No, I don't know what I, I was like. Mixing <laughs> that was up names that was knives out. That was last week. Yeah, no, my bad. <laughs> Wrong one. I'm sorry. Art's character when he goes to put up his arm and you know like um, Newt was the the character. I'll stick with uh, character names. That way I don't get myself confused. I keep going back and forth between actors and characters. Um, anyway, he puts his arm up to to block, and essentially he like burns through his jacket and burns his arm. And yeah. you know there was a couple times where they were like flinging back and forth, and like ash and and fire was kind of spitting off. I think they did a good job kind of combining the two. Um, during that whole scene and in other scenes as well. Uh, but they, they didn't rely too much on those special effects. It seemed like they kind of went a little bit more practical uh, and they had a good all back and forth. But I also like the fact that this being a drug, another one of those underlining moments is the OD scene because just like any other drug, he OD'd on it and being a you know, superpower drug, he took what, like three of them after already taking one that was starting to wear off. Yeah. Um, and I, I liked how they put that in there, too, because it's not just like, oh, it's a superpower drug. There's no bad side effects. They hinted on the fact it's just like any other drug out there. There are bad side effects. But but again, they, they hinted on it. Like yes. I was expecting to see I was expecting to see deeper things with like Frank, the cop. I was expecting to see some 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 sort of like addiction story with him. Yeah. Where even though he's using this for good reasons, he's actually addicted to it. And you never really see that. Which I would expect to see in a movie that's focused on drugs. Yeah. You would expect to see something about somebody struggling with addiction um, to this thing, which they didn't really touch on other than that that, that OD moment, um, which is very surface level. But sticking with the CGI and the, and the, 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 the action and fight scenes, my favorite fight scene of this entire movie was the uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's and Rubber Band Man fight. Yes, yes. I loved, I thought that was so cool. I thought it was well choreographed, you know, the use of the gun in it, the fact that, you know, the the CGI of his arms being, like, completely behind him with him still trying to choke out, you know, that reminded Joseph me. Gordon-Levitt's uh, and some, it was it was just really well done. It reminded me, um, I wanted to it look reminded into that, me I forgot about that. A lot of, like, some of the scenes you see with, uh, what was his name from, um, from Flash, the, well, that's um, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, Ragdoll, because um, yeah. the actor who played Ragdoll in the Flash, uh, I, I don't remember his name. That's what I wanted to look up to see if it was the same actor, because I I couldn't remember. But I do know that in real life he's very flexible and does all kinds of crazy stuff like that. So that's immediately who I thought of 
when I saw that scene, but I never looked in to see if it was the same actor or not. Cause I know in mm-hmm. flash he had all the ragdoll and makeup and all that. So I couldn't remember what he actually looked like. Yeah, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. Cause there was, well, there's a lot, there's a lot of, obvious, a lot, a lot of CGI in that scene, but mm-hmm. I thought it was a really cool, uh, a really cool fight scene. I thought it was really, really well done. Um, the, you wanted to touch on the, um, the invisible man, the bank, bank heist well i, well, I was gonna yeah i wanted to hit on that because well, i also right? wanted to hit on the fact that we've talked about levitt taking the pill multiple times we've never actually talked about his power um it's true. essentially you know this fight scene he uses the pill uh which is kind of like the story arc for him uh but you find out that his special power is essentially is it like i, I assume he kind of like superman can deflect bullets because i mean essentially he just he, he doesn't necessarily die he's like his skin gets super hard because he gets shot yeah. in the head and it gives him a couple seconds and he comes back he's um, bulletproof and strong i th- i think because you yeah. see in that bank high scene he's punching the guy and you see him like make Almost, oh yeah hit the ground the concrete. Yeah. so i think he i think just basically he's he's bulletproof and 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 strong and I think that's a – they try and make, or at least with the main two characters, um, Art and Frank, they try and make their abilities reflect their personas, which is kind yeah. of uh, kind of neat where, like, I can see – or maybe, maybe I'm digging in too deep because the writers sure didn't dig deep enough. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I can see like the whole being bulletproof aspect of 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 Frank and him and his his super strength when he's on that pill is reflected in his character of being from a a beaten up and beaten down city and being part of a society that refuses to give up a society that is essentially bulletproof. You know, that that Mm -hmm. refuses to be beaten down no matter how, you know, refuses to stay down no matter how much it's beaten down. Um, And his character reflects that. Yeah. Um, In in, in being strong and constantly wanting to fight for what's good. Uh, And Jamie Foxx's character being, as we only see his power at the very, very end. And it's mentioned um, like one time slightly before that. The human version of the pistol shrimp and like sending out these shockwaves. That just kind of vaporizes everything around him, um, which is true. The pistol shrimp does do that, just on a much much smaller scale, you know, uh, which is which is kind of neat. But that being, and he he literally has a dialogue in the movie where he's like, you know, the smallest, the smallest little thing ends up having the biggest power, and and that reflects him as being somebody who really just wants to be left alone. Yeah, who doesn't want to be a big deal. He just wants to, to live with his family and be quiet and just, yeah. He doesn't want to use his powers or anything. He just wants to, yeah. 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 Um, so those two characters powers reflecting them was, was pretty neat. Everyone else's powers, I think were just cool effects. Yeah. Um, And essentially they were. And I think they were there just as not just cool effects, but obstacles, um, to to throw in the the main characters ways because mm-hmm. i mean you had uh newt or um machine gun kelly's with the like the human torch thing going after jamie fox and you know obviously it's fox so he's i'm okay and you just fight him a little bit throw him in the shower <laughs> we're okay um and then you have you know levitt's character frank going against 
this invisible man, um, which I thought the the CGI was kind of good there, especially he was more like a chameleon, I guess, instead of an invisible man. He was just kind of chameleon because he he would like adapt to uh, the places around him. Um, now I did think at first, after you know he survived the bullet to the head, that um, Levitt's character's superpower was uh, really good, like agility, because I mean he was chasing after this guy on on this bike which was crazy but then i remembered he was in a previous movie um (laughs) called premium rush where he got all of his bike exercise skills from so i realized that's just you know that's just him that's that's all natural that's that's where old jgl learned how to ride the bike yeah premium rush which was another good throwback movie we we laughed when we saw that scene like oh it's a good thing he had that other movie to get him all that stamina he needs to chase after this guy on this bike Best bike riding since Premium Rush. Yeah. <laughs> um, Step aside, Lance Armstrong. Uh, JGL's here. <laughs> it's sad to think. I, I still think that's a good movie. But, um, but yeah, even like that was – those characters were, were good challenges for the main characters um, as sidesteps and all that. But I, I really liked as they kind of – as you get towards the end, although the story falls apart – the types of abilities they throw into the mix once you see the presentation of how the powers are given to these people, you know, based off of animals and stuff like that, it makes a little bit more sense. But then, yeah, I think they're just kind of thrown in there um, because, you know, Human Torch or Fire and uh, Chameleon or Invisibility are like common powers that everybody would want or have, you know, done something with and all different types of superhero stuff. But then you start getting into um, some of the other ones. They're they're more not as common powers, like like the pistol shrimp, like we talked about with Fox's character, or mm-hmm. um, I forget. There was the, they talked. There was a quick scene when they're going through the different uh, animal powers. But essentially, I think it was a frog or something that could like split its bones for to defend itself. But then you, you see yeah, the which guy. You see him at the end. Yeah. Yeah, a guy that like splits his own bones. And um, then the you know of course the 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 lizard that regenerates, which was what Santoro's biggies power was he just he was essentially like the lizard man from spider-man is what i picked up on like he took that mm-hmm. to, to 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 i'm sure after the five minutes if he if he had survived his hand that had been shot would have been healed yeah you know because it seemed to be that thing he would he turned into this like huge grotesque half lizard half human monster but it healed him much like you know um kurt connor's from from spider-man mm-hmm. um or doc connor's from spider-man and then you had um, but it you just never really got to see that any of that play out i'm j- i'm just assuming there because there was that whole get, yeah lizard it, thing not but, and there, and there was a lot of detail that now that scene was really really good um that whole nightclub you know testing scene i i really really enjoyed um, yes the coolest thing that scene in particular is the way it was shot from inside once the fighting started from Mm -hmm. inside the tank with the woman freezing to death inside her power going haywire yeah because essentially the uh chamber failed and the thermal heat that was trying to keep her alive while she was like going uh, like super cold Mm -hmm. uh it failed and the heat turned off so she ended up freezing herself and the whole place but the fact like you said the camera was inside that tank going through and you're trying to watch the fight through the glass from her perspective Mm -hmm. was awesome and even the sound too it was like there was you it was sound like 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 gunshots mm -hmm. on the other side of this you know glass it was like like you were hearing audio and everything inside the tank yeah Yeah, it was 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 well done Um, very well done 
and um, that like that whole scene, like the you kind of saw a character arc for um, Art's character too, because you you see that obviously he was a ranger. You you know at this point because they, they give a little bit of background that he's skilled in some type of combat. But I like because they did this whole scene. You don't actually see him fight that well. You kind of see it through the the tank a little bit. But he takes out the, like everybody in the room by yeah. himself, and they don't really go into detail and show it, which I thought was really cool because it gives that mysterious effect about his character. You're like, well, obviously he's better than we thought he was. Um, but I mean, I also liked how he uh, when he stole that one guy's Jack and Worth <laughs> pretty much from that time the all the way to the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was I think it said something like "as in heaven" or something like that, or "as it is in heaven." I think is what it said on the back yeah. of it. As, uh, I kind yeah, of chuckled at that. He, he wears the rest of the movie until he puts it over the uh, the the big, the big dead bad guy, the bearded guy. Uh, Wallace, I think, is what yeah. At the Cassidy end, who was. <clears throat> was supposed to be a, one of the big bads and was really just yeah. a security guard essentially. <laughs> yeah, and again, what was his power? It was like super strength, I think it was. Uh, yeah, he beat down beats down doors. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all he did. So. Uh, again, I, I really liked the first half of this movie better than the second half, but I, I yes. think they did a good choice of powers because I think when you get into these types of movies, any type of superhero movies, when you have the opportunity to throw powers in, I think it becomes dangerous because where do you draw the line of um, using the same powers over and over again that everyone else has used in other movies or cool new powers or do you use too many powers or not enough? Like There's that really thin line that you have to walk i feel when you're getting into superpowers um Mm -hmm. to not go overboard and i think they did a good job as far as the type of powers thrown in they had some common ones and some not so common ones and i felt like they did a good job not throwing too many in but once you got towards the end i started i think they were just trying to throw in as many as they could real quick you know the guy with the spikes the superpowers the the um Rubber band man. Rubber band man, whatever. Like, yeah. they were all just thrown in real quick. It's like, oh, cool, let's throw this power in. Let's throw this one in. Let's throw this one in. Versus the first half, it's like, we have a human torch. We spent a huge fight scene on this human torch. And the chameleon chase. We spent this huge, you know, deal on this chameleon chase. And even the, the frozen woman in that whole chamber. Like, those were mm-hmm. really good. They were powers that were thrown in, went into some detail. And the rest were all just kind of mentioned briefly and just thrown at you. Um, but I'm glad they didn't do too many more. You know? So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, essentially, that's the movie. I mean, you have superpowers, yeah. they attack each other, and there's some story hidden involved, but I, I, I still say it's a good one time through movie. I will say it, it's, it is, yeah, it is fast. Um, it moves very, very quickly, which. Which is a good thing, you know. It's a what do I say runtime of one hour and like fifty three, fifty six minutes. Yeah, it's minutes, like just like under that. two. Or something. I think it just um, under two hours. But it, it it does move really really quick. So from the Eric's, did I check my watch? I was just going to ask. No, I did not check my watch, um, which is a good sign. But as I'm sure you picked up, that did not mean I enjoyed this movie as yeah. much. I. It, I mean, the acting kept me going. The the action scenes, and the all action good. set pieces, I thought were cool, but it just really doesn't hold up. So it would not be one like going back. Um, if I were to go back in time, I could have I could have missed this movie. I could yeah. have not seen it and been perfectly fine. It's definitely not a must watch. Um, you may have fun with it as you're going through. Please 
avoid the the very very limited you know ignore the very very limited story with the massive amount of potential uh that could have been and i just would have loved to see this these actors in a world that is so much more fleshed out you know it, yeah. it, it's it's just I leave I leave more disappointed at the at the loss of potential than anything else. Yeah. You know that's that's my biggest disappointment. Um, but hey, dude, more Joseph Gordon Levins playing playing Southern police officers in New Orleans. I mean, I I, I love that. <laughs> that was rad. Yeah, um, and I, more movies in New Orleans. New Orleans is a really cool town with a lot of neat things to uh, to to show mm-hmm. off. So it's uh, definitely definitely shout out to that. Um, but other than that, that's. Yeah, I, to, I'll stick to, with... To me, it's one I can't necessarily recommend. Yeah. I, if you watch it, you might have fun with it, but I can't I can't recommend watching it. I, I will say that, that it really will depend on the the, uh, the viewer, in my opinion. If you're going in just to find an action movie that like keeps you going, begin to end, um, I think it's, it's a decent movie. Um, but the lack of story potential is its biggest downfall. Uh, I, I mean, there is a story there and you can, if you're paying close enough attention, you can piece it together. Um, but if you're not, uh, you're easily going to miss it. And I, I had to point that out a few times when me and my other half are watching it. You know, there was a couple of little things that she missed and she's like, I don't understand why they're doing this. I'm like, Oh, well, because of this, this, and this, she's like, Oh, okay. I missed that part. Uh, so it is one to follow the full story. You have to pay close attention to it. If not, you're not going to get the story. But if you don't care about the story and you just want action and good actors, by all means, it's a good movie. Go watch it. So I, I still stick with the fact that I think you should at least give it a try through and then make your own decision afterwards. Um, it could be one that you would like, nah, I don't like it. It could be one that you really like. Uh, but I, I think it really will depend on the viewer because I'm with you. The story was weak, but I at least enjoyed it enough to watch it. And I, I mean, if it's on TV, I'd, yeah, I'd watch it again just because it's on. But I, I don't know if I'd go out of my way to watch it a second time. Yeah. So I, I will say that. Um, but I do know that I couldn't really find much trivia other than, you know, my little throwback to um, Premium Rush, which had no trivia at all. Yeah, I just wanted yeah, to throw no, it in there. Um, no trivia time this week. There's not, not, not much Mainly, be, maybe maybe because it's so recent at the time of recording, maybe not. But yeah, I, I couldn't really find much trivia on this. Yeah, I was gonna say I know we uh, we both kind of pulled it up on the same website, but when we pulled it up, there there wasn't much at all. Um, mm-hmm. Just like you were talking about, like uh, production and all that stuff. There there really wasn't much other than the the actors and all that. But um, that all being said, Eric, do you just want to roll us out? Um, I know you were talking about the next movie. Um, which I was kind of excited for because I can't remember what it's called. Absolutely. Uh, Yet another one um, we're going with next week, akin to Knives Out, one that I totally wanted to see in 2019. And just this was one that I'm actually disappointed in. My local theater only showed it for like a week, and it was always at showtimes that I couldn't go. So I tried my damnedest to make it to see this movie, and could never make it. Um, so I'm excited to finally see it now that it's available on streaming platforms. And it is the Peanut Butter Falcon. The uh, the Shia LaBeouf kind of artsy Tom Sawyer tale from 2019. Um, which is currently available on Hulu and Amazon Prime. So if you have just one or the other or both. 
Either you now have two, <laughs> di- two different ways to watch um, Peanut Butter Falcon. It's available on both currently. Not on Netflix, just Hulu and Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode of Friday Films. If you liked what you listened to, hit us up on any social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Presents. Let us know what you thought of Project Power. Let us know... Um, if you saw these different underlying tones or, or you, you, it spoke to you in a way that, that you really connected with and it ends up being one of your favorite movies. I always love hearing that, um, especially for movies that, that I feel like I butcher and just, <laughs> just rip to shreds. I love hearing people that got something, got something out of it that I didn't because that's to me what, what art and film and music, anything that can be defined as artistic is um different from person to person so Mm -hmm. while i didn't like this movie maybe you did tell me why tell me why it spoke to you and please 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 we always want to hear recommendations from you guys of what movies what films we review next always jordan and i probably spend more time (laughs) watching movies and tv shows than anything (laughs) else in life um so we're always looking for new things to 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 scratch that never-ending itch uh, that is that is the pursuit of being the most epic film snob you can possibly imagine. <laughs> yes. Um, um, I was going to say also, real quick, just to throw in my two cents. Uh, I, I'm curious to see what other people would pick as their superpower if they could choose. Yes, yes. If you could choose, if you could choose, what would your superpower be? The that age old question. So hit us up yet again on any social media: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Who Do Presents. All right. So just because we asked the question and we probably should put out our two cents, uh, do you have a superpower that you would choose? Absolutely. Teleportation. Teleportation? Oh. Teleportation. Always has been, always will be. Oh, that's, that is a good one. I, um, yeah. I, I, man, it's not, I, I forgot about that one. I was, uh, wasn't going with that at first, <laughs> but now it's, it's a tough tie. I always had, um, and I think this was just because Wolverine was a favorite character growing up was, um, healing abilities. Mm-hmm. more than anything that or like the the crazy agility like him and spider-man and all have um yeah. those were always like my favorite powers but um i think the cheating power if one had to pick would be um uh what i guess essentially like rogue if you're doing x-men or if you was the show the heroes to absorb all, to absorb all the other powers yeah, that we could no, have whichever one you wanted exactly that's not it's a cheating, that's but, not a power that's uh, cheating <laughs> but no yeah I, I i always went with healing um, was always like my go-to, but once you said teleportation, I'm like man, teleport because then I think of like jumper and all that, where you just go anywhere Dude. you want, and it's so much better. Jumper, nightcrawler, yeah, teleportation, okay. hands down. I would be, I would be the world's laziest and fattest, arguably, I guess, <laughs> arguably supervillain because I would not use it for noble purposes. Like I would, I mean, there may be times I would use it for good because I don't consider myself a bad person. <laughs> But, yeah, you better believe I would sit my ass in my chair eating all day long, teleport to and from the fridge, teleport to and from wherever I'm going in life. Yeah. You know, you would definitely be like the scene from Jumper when he goes and can't open the door because he never uses it. He just teleports yeah. through it. Yeah. I would become I would basically become the blob. Only the ability <laughs> to teleport because I would never have to move like I would just teleport everywhere I went. You know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super villain, right. super hero, maybe somewhere in the gray area, but I 
Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be the Superman of that universe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that being said, um, please let us know what your superpower would be, uh, so we can have like a, a comparison, uh, maybe like a superpower challenge. That'd be kind of fun. Um, but until then, again, this is Eric and Jordan, and until next time, let the credits roll. <laughs>